So as every sports fan knows by now, ESPN is releasing a series of episodes of a documentary called The Last Dance that details Michael Jordan's last year with the Bulls. And with this has come various comments from various analysts from different sports platforms detailing how physical the 90s were and how there was virtual tackling and all this sort of stuff, which inspired me and my friends to look back at some of Michael Jordan's best games, like his 63-point 63 63 point performance versus the Celtics, um, a couple games versus the Bad Boy Pistons, uh, a couple games versus the Cavs, and if you look at how physical those games were and compare it to what analysts from various sports platforms describe, it just doesn't match. I mean, the physicality has been way overblown in sports media today i really don't understand this and this is what me and my friends got into on a recent episode of our podcast called fan response so i'm gonna go ahead and play you the clip from that episode here all right let's jump into the last topic which is let's talk about what a lot of analysts former players i call them analysts because there's a lot of, you know, Colin Cowherd and Skip Bayless out there who actually don't really know too much about basketball. But there's a lot of fans and people out there that say that the NBA was extremely physical in the 90s and that today's players would not be able to hang with the players in the 90s. Give me, give me your reaction to that. Ryan, I'm going to start with you because, you know, you're such a big LeBron fan and you personally have him higher than Jordan in your all-time list. Yes, yeah, so... This topic was inspired by Evan Summers. He sent me video of some of MJ's best games. He sent me the 63-point game versus the Celtics. He also sent me a couple of games versus the Bad Boy Pistons. And you look, you you listen to analysts, as you said. They'll say, oh, the NBA was so physical back then. And you even were- former players, some players from the 2000s, like a Matt Barnes or Derek Fisher, they try to maintain that same mentality. Yes, and to that point... I know that take is false because there's one player, uh, Stephen Jackson. No, not Stephen Jackson. I forget his name, but he he keeps on saying, oh, LeBron couldn't have cut it in my era because it was so physical. Keep saying my era, my era this, my era that. But I looked at – and I, I'll put his name in the comments because this is – It is Stephen Jackson. Okay, yes. Thank you, Summers. So, yes, Stephen Jackson saying my era this, my era that. He was drafted two years before LeBron, and he keeps saying, oh, it was so physical back in my day. You were drafted two years before LeBron, dude. Calm down. But <laughs> Mr. Steven <but> yes. Action Jackson. <laughs> but, yeah, this is inspired by those videos, and I encourage everyone, go watch some of Michael Jordan's best games, the ones where he scored a bunch of points. It is not nearly – it's not It's not more physical than today's NBA. Let's – Let's stop kidding ourselves. There wasn't all this elbowing in the paint. You don't. You didn't get like clotheslined every time. You got to the paint. People put their arms up to contest a shot, as as they do today. And in in many cases, Jordan was just so much more athletic. He just blew by people. And this is just something that is lost on so many sports analysis. The mar- the margin of athleticism between like the star players and the average players was so much wider back then. So, of course, Jordan's going to be able to go around players easily and, and whatnot. And there wasn't this physical tackling. I think Colin Cowherd said that in the 90s there was virtual tackling or actual tackling. There wasn't. 
like, I mean, yes, you see all these highlights that that's, that shows like Jordan getting elbowed and clothesline. Well, here's the thing. I could easily put together a bunch of highlights of LeBron getting clothesline or smacked in the head. And I could say, oh, back in the 2000s or the <laughs> 2010s, it was so physical. I could make that same argument 20 years from now, and it'd be just as valid if people don't actually go back to watch the games. So I'm kind of all over the place here. But in conclusion, the NBA was not this football league back then. They like to pretend that it is because – I honestly think a reason they want to pretend it was so physical back then is because the NBA has a reputation of being soft and they want to say, well, that's just a recent thing. No, that's kind of always been the thing. And they're trying to compete with football. Football is this physical sports that people can get injured and have their career end at any moment. And the NBA, and the NBA is just, just isn't that they want to compare favorably to football they know they can't do that now, so they try to pretend like it was as physical as football back in the 90s and 80s when it wasn't. It was always this relatively soft game where you could have long careers almost no matter what outside of like freak injuries and just chronic conditions that were just apparent before playing basketball. So really just, again, all over the place. But go back, watch the Jordan games. They were not physical. There wasn't elbows. Most of the time, it was Jordan having wide open layups just because he could blow past everyone, and they weren't going to throw elbows. And also, this rule on hand checking, everyone says, oh, hand checking was such a huge deal. Hand checking became illegal, and there wasn't this massive jump in player scoring. There was there was like a slight increase yet in some players, I'd say like half the players had better scoring seasons after hand checking became illegal, but half got worse, which just, which to me shows that it wasn't a huge thing to begin with. And also since we're on the topic of Jordan, people are saying, Oh, well, Jordan had to deal with a clogged paint towel. There wasn't shooters to space out the floor. So Jordan had to really get through the bigs and the paints. And my response to that is, you do realize that illegal defense was a thing. Illegal defense is where if you if you go away from your guy or you just hang around the paint, you're going to call for illegal defense. That was a foul. So you had to stay with your guy no matter what, good shooter or not. In the 90s, you had to stay with your guy. So the spacing was pretty much the same as today. Today there is an illegal defense, but shooting makes it so – it's basically the same effect as illegal defense. So the spacing was virtually the same because players had to stay with their guy or commit to a double team, but committing to a double team leaves such a wide open guy. It's not, it's not impossible to, to piece or it's not impossible to figure out what defense is doing when one guy has to run away from his guy, leaving one wide open. Like in today's NBA, if you want to take the risk, you could have a guy just sit in the middle of the paint and have a 32% shooter at the three-point line and just be fine with him taking a shot. Back in the 90s, that wasn't an option. You had to stay with that guy relatively. So, so yeah, spacing was the same. The physicality was the same. And this romanticizing of the 90s and 80s just to make Michael Jordan look better is just ridiculous. It, it's honestly just... It's borderline just trying to brainwash people into 
thinking that the NBA was something that it's not. It's never been this physical elbows, getting close on every time you go to the paint. It just wasn't that. I, I yeah, complete- great way to wrap it up there. Let's go to Evan. I completely agree. Like you, you're growing up, uh, you always hear people say, oh, MJ was the greatest of all time. LeBron couldn't have done this. LeBron couldn't have done that. And then eventually you're like, well, let's see for ourselves. And I watched some videos. I was like, this is the most blatant lies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like they wouldn't even put their hands up. He would drive right past the three-point line and shoot. The guy wouldn't even put his hand up. It was crazy. And then they say that the paint, you're getting mugged. No, you weren't. I saw him. He just did a sidestep and did a layup. It's insane. It, you have to watch. Go back and watch the full game. Go and watch the footage, guys. Michael Jordan videos out there, the movie, for everyone it's, to consume. It's insane. It is. The, I mean, I don't get why these older generation people are trying to protect Michael Jordan so much. I guess they're afraid of LeBron or something like that. It's, it's insane. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the biggest lies you'll ever see in your life that, that LeBron – LeBron would put up probably more – probably I'd say 60 points a game in the 90s. It's insane. The athletes are so much better now in football, basketball, baseball, everything. The athletes are getting better. How do you – I mean, who, who, who played Michael Jordan? Who did he play against? Larry Bird, one player. LeBron has Bombers and bankers. Against. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's ridiculous. I mean, look look it up for yourself if you don't believe me. And exactly, illegal defense was a thing. It was a technical foul to play zone defense. Could you imagine if you weren't allowed to double LeBron James? That's what all they do anymore in the paint. Well, you were allowed to double back then, but you had to make it extremely obvious. And LeBron would have averaged 20 assists if they had to straight up commit to a double team because – it would just make the open guy very obvious. Yeah, that's I completely agree with everyone you guys are saying, everything you guys are saying. And this notion that LeBron James would be totally just gut-checked, wouldn't be able to do anything in the 90s, is complete blasphemy. Here's a guy who's six foot nine. He's a 250 to 270-pound machine, depending if you're talking about his early Cleveland days, Miami days, or later Cleveland days. Whatever. This guy is a machine. He's a freak train. He has unrivaled athleticism for his size. I get the arguments. He's not as athletic as Jordan. Well, no shit. He weighs way more than him. He's about three inches taller. He's got way more muscle mass. But for his size, there's no one in the 90s you can take and say, oh, wow, that guy, uh, he's about the same size and athleticism as LeBron. But right now in our current NBA, you have players that are at least close in the discussion in terms of overall athleticism as LeBron. You have KD, you have Giannis, you have Kawhi Leonard. Um, I can see the notion that players might be a little bit more soft as far as team building and chemistry, meaning you see more super teams emerge. You see more teams where the star player like a Kobe or LeBron James or Kevin Garnett is saying, hey, I need to go get help there. I need to have a three-star tandem or four-star tandem. That has been a thing. In that sense, the NBA may have gotten softer as far as the competitive side of it. But physically, no way, man. And and to all the viewers out there who may love or hate Michael Jordan or love or hate LeBron James, anyone out there who thinks that Michael Jordan would destroy LeBron James one-on-one or Kevin Durant one-on-one, is smoking crack. LeBron, Michael Jordan would get destroyed one-on-one by LeBron and Kevin Durant because of the size difference and because 
of the relatively smaller athleticism difference. He's not going up against John Stockton here in terms of athleticism. You're going up against a six foot nine or seven foot monster. He get he get destroyed by those guys one on one. Yeah, I just want to wrap up my point by saying that if Michael Gore or Michael Jordan, Gore, uh, not Gordon, <laughs> Michael Jordan is the true goat, if that really is the case, I don't understand why there is so much dishonesty around him and. Steven, I told you this, but we started a YouTube channel for this podcast. And in the future, I'll be releasing a video of all the things that all the dishonesty that is surrounding Michael Jordan, because there is a lot of it. And one of those things is the fact that people are saying, oh, well, LeBron couldn't make it in the 90s. And if Michael Jordan played today, he averaged 50 points. Are you absolutely kidding me? Michael... The athletes today are so much better that if you took Michael Jordan's athleticism from the 90s and planned him in today's NBA, he wouldn't score as many points because people can move side to side quicker. They'll put their hands up, as some alluded to, because half the time they didn't. Nowadays, you watch Kobe highlights. When he does a turnaround, people are like right there in his face, basically blocking the shot, like touching his fingertips, contesting the shots. Back in Michael Jordan's days, They'd be lucky if they got a hand above his chin level. So, I would. I'd so yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. The the comparison I'm going to make: Demar Derozan is MJ. That's who it is. That's wow. who everyone's bragging about. <laughs> a guy that can't shoot threes. He settles on middle jumpers, and that's about it. 